Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. The Green New Deal is just the vague, audacious goal we need by Zachary Carabell. The unveiling of a Green New Deal last week provoked a mix of enthusiasm and derision. For each voice embracing the radical vision to decarbonize the American economy within a decade, revamp capitalism, and attend to a panoply of social ills, there was another voice decrying the plan as economically unrealistic technologically impossible, and politically untenable. Given the plan's sweeping nature and lack of concrete details, it made an easy touchstone in an insta-age a perfect media foil. Its vagueness allowed both proponents and opponents to cast it in whatever light they chose. Maybe that was part of the intent. Articulate sweeping revolutionary goals catch the attention of a media hungry for broad, simple, and controversial themes and watch the debate spin. Whatever your view of the merits, though, the plan highlighted how the United States has retreated from big ideas begetting bold action. For more than 20 years, most of our political upheavals have been reactive, ending welfare as we knew it the war on terror in response to 9-11, Obamacare's massive, unruly tweak to a chaotic health care system, and the id of Trump's election without any substantial legislative agenda. That record contrasts sharply with a long period in American history beginning with the progressive era in the early 1900s and continuing well into the 1980s of the big idea driving federal politics. That now seems like distant history. Take this language, for instance. We possess all the resources and talents necessary, but the facts of the matter are that we have never made the national decisions or marshaled the national resources required for such leadership. We have never specified long-range goals on an urgent time schedule 
or managed our resources and our time so as to ensure their fulfillment. That was John F. Kennedy appealing to Congress in May 1961 for a multi-year, multi-billion-dollar effort to put an American astronaut on the moon before the end of the 1960s. We know, of course, that it worked, that Neil Armstrong leapt over moon rocks in 1969. The Green New Deal, of course, invokes the first New Deal, that plethora of 1930s projects, agencies, and laws passed under Franklin Roosevelt. No one speech or plan launched the New Deal. FDR, as a candidate, had pledged to a New Deal for the American people. He began his administration on March 4, 1933, with a call for action, with the famous words that, We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Today, critics would belittle such speech as lofty but empty words. Roosevelt's point, however, was that fear is so enervating that it creates nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Shifting the public mood, he believed, was a prerequisite to meaningful action. Later calls to the public to rise to the moment include the Marshall Plan to rebuild post-World War II Western Europe, JFK in June 1963 demanding civil rights legislation, and Lyndon Johnson reaffirming and expanding that a year later, then articulating a vision for a great society that launched a series of government programs ranging from public housing to Medicaid. Like these efforts or not, and Americans then and now are hardly united in their view of these dramatic and society-altering initiatives, they began not as detailed blueprints but as ambitious and vague ideas. The vision of a better future brought about by people acting collectively, spurred by government initiative, led to a successful space program to the various reforms of the early progressive era such as child labor laws and, arguably, to the innovations of Silicon Valley in the 1980s and 1990s, which benefited immeasurably from Cold War defense spending on everything from the early Internet to semiconductors. Government is one mobilizing force. Ambitious individuals and companies are another. The early misfits of the personal computer age and the Internet exhibited the same big think. Jim Collins and Jerry Porras, in their 1994 book, Built to Last, coined the term BHAG for a big, hairy, audacious goal. They cited examples ranging from that JFK moonshot to Bill Gates' vision of a computer on every desk. As Gates put it, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Gates carried that mantle for years. Elon Musk bears it today. So too does Google, with its many and costly self-proclaimed moonshots. Yet the culture of 2019 is not nearly so forgiving of big goals articulated with soaring words and precious little substance. In our outraged time, idealism gets little respect, given how often such idealism is admittedly bullshit. But the easy dismissal of moonshots becomes its own self-fulfilling prophecy. If attempts to be big and audacious are met with preemptive dismissal and reputational damage, that creates an incentive to the incremental and small. Sometimes that's just fine, but it comes with a serious opportunity cost. It's also potentially a competitive disadvantage versus the only serious economic competitor the U.S. has today, 
China. Under Xi Jinping, China has excelled at articulating its moonshots, from Made in China 2025 to the Belt and Road Initiatives to connect the world to China through global infrastructure projects to its domestic 5G wireless plans. China is thinking big, thinking long term, and thinking transformatively. It will almost certainly fail to achieve all of these dreams, but they serve as organizing principles to marshal the resources of more than a billion people. The Green New Deal is easily criticized as ill-defined and unrealistic. Unlike the moonshot, some of its goals, such as guaranteeing everyone a living wage, are peripheral to the green part, and some, such as making air travel obsolete, are both impossible in a decade and of questionable desirability. But what should not be criticized is the drive to frame big goals as a needed first step toward achieving them. The U.S. was built on a series of impractical, unrealistic ideas. Losing that would be more than a shame. It would prevent Americans from collectively solving problems, some self-created, others not, and ensure that we endlessly spin our wheels, pining for a lost past and unable to create a vibrant future. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.